And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. The title of our discussion this morning is Unbelief, Unbelief Goes Out by Fasting. Unbelief Goes Out by Fasting. Since I didn't say that, Jesus said that. Let me show you the text while we run this right here. The text is taken from Matthew chapter 17, I think it's verse 20. Jesus said, there is a type of unbelief that goes out only by praying and fasting. That in itself, as I said, is a topic that's, that'll take a couple days to discuss. Amen? To get into and look at the examples. We said last week the disciples could not cast out a demon that had possessed a young a young boy, his father came asking for help, and they failed. And um, can you go to verse 21? You're right here, right here, 20, sorry. So they, re- they withdrew, the, the text is Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, and I'm jumping right into it. Okay, I'm going to go right into it. I'll retreat thereafter and mention a few things. But Jesus said that There is a type of unbelief, and last week I had begun talking about it. He said, there is a type of unbelief that comes out only through praying and fasting. Mm -hmm. Jesus said that, amen? And if Jesus said that, Jesus is right. I've had people come up to me and say, Pastor, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. And I said, I'm not saying you don't believe. It's just that I have to agree with God. If you believe the way God talks about believing, then you would get the results. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're not believing. I'm just saying I choose to agree with God. Amen? (laughs) Because the Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. That's what Jesus told the man when he came crying to Jesus. He said, Master, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. You got to see it. You know, sometimes, <laughs> it's okay to talk about it, but, but, but when you see the word, something happens to the brain. Let's go back. Mark chap- uh, it's, uh, um, I think it's Mark chapter 9, further up. 20? Can you go? Jesus said unto him, 23? Thank you, thank you. Right here. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are what? Awesome. To him that? Believe. Jesus is the one saying that. If you can, that's why brothers and sisters, you and I cannot risk letting anybody tell you what you can and cannot believe Jesus for. Because he just tells you all things are possible. All here is the Greek word P-A-S, pass. It means the absence of none. So anything you can conceive, anything that's conceivable that you need, I was at the hospital, and a friend of mine got amputated. And um, I went to visit him, and he began laughing. And I'm saying, my brother, you just got amputated. And he said, oh, pastor, no problem. The feet can grow back out. (laughs) The feet can grow back out. I hadn't heard that type of faith a long, long time. I stood up straight. I said, I'm in good company then. (laughs) 
Jesus said all things are possible to that's what he told the men and listen to what the man said what that's what most of us say all the time verse 24 what did the man say and straightway the father of the boy cried saying with tears Lord I believe what he said that's what everybody tells me oh I believe I believe I believe the Bible says if you believe you'll get the results you're believing for it seems like your belief is not the belief God is talking about and since we have to agree with God if we're going to move forward so the man shouted like most of us do in a he was crying in his tears you know sometimes when people are crying you think that they're really right you know you think that with all the tears why is he crying he's genuine no he thinks he believes but not the type of belief God is talking about because there's a type of belief brother and sister that will never come out until you fast and I'm not thinking, I'm, when I say fast I'm talking about I have to be technical here a bit I'm not talking about what you do to the body necessarily but the flesh the flesh is an unrenewed mind that's driven by the five senses there's a difference are you with me when the Bible says crucify the flesh or mortify, mortify the body uh, that's a whole different topic let me move on but the flesh we are talking about here is the unrenewed mind that is driven by what you see what you smell what you touch mm, what you hear and for that type of mind that's what exists anything beyond these five senses doesn't exist that's the type of unbelief I'm talking about and some people may say yes yes I believe like this man he said Lord help thou my unbelief and Jesus saw after he said that Jesus saw some nosy folks running coming to him you know folk just nosy and they kept coming look 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 right here when Jesus saw the people running together he saw them coming they are not coming because they believe they're just nosy <laughs> <laughs> like some of us are Jesus said you let, Jesus said let me just help this man and get out of here so Jesus rebuked this foul spirit saying saying unto verse 26 you got it unto the spirit he said unto we, I think we'd be subverse and he said unto him thou dumb and deaf spirit I charge you I command you Jesus said it Jesus didn't think it I, I get what I'm saying he, he said it the Bible says let everything that have breath praise the Lord yet some people still think you can praise the Lord in your heart you see, see? <laughs> yes we, yeah I'm praising the Lord in my mind there is no such thing the Bible says let the sea roar praising God makes you got to make some noise and if God tells you to praise him don't tell me well my personality is quiet he's Lord and he's God and you do what Lord the Lord says whether you are calm or cool and collected that if he's if he's your Lord now now I know maybe you've heard otherwise you've heard well you know I'm very polite and very quiet until the football game comes yeah I'm, I'm very polite yeah, yeah yes 
Yeah, until basketball, amen, until your team. You know everybody's number on the team. Yeah, yes, yes. But when it comes to praising the Lord, well, you know, I'm very quiet and very passive. Bless the Lord. You know why? He's not your Lord. It's 2021. We got to be direct. I took a vow this year. This year I'm going to be direct. I'm not going to carry anything at the house anymore. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. So Jesus said there is a type of unbelief that can only come out by praying and fasting. And that's why we run the fast. Last week I made a statement and it provoked a lot of curiosity. Amen. And I want to reiterate the statement. But before I do, just bear with me. Just give me some, just give me a little time. Amen. So, as I said, our sermon today is part of a, a series entitled Fasting Promotes the Power of the Spirit. Amen. This particular installment, Unbelief Goes Out by Fasting, is number three. I think I got, I think I got about four more sessions on this particular series. Amen. And since, let me be clear here. When we, talk, when we talk about the power of the Spirit, it refers to the power of the Holy Spirit in somebody's life. And you get what I'm saying? Somebody asks, Pastor, what are you talking about when you say the power of the Spirit? There is the human spirit and there is the Holy Spirit. When the Bible said Jesus came out of the wilderness in Luke chapter 4 verse 14, in the power, it means he came out of the wilderness after he fasted with the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? In the power, we, we, got, we, we got to be clear here. Yes, fasting promotes the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you go to Luke chapter 4 verse 14? And since that's what we want, we live in a time when we need demonstration of the power of the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? I thought I would get an amen here. Let me say that again. We live in a time, it's because you're watching the scripture first, I understand. Amen? So you couldn't get the amen in your reading. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so let me say that again. We live in a time when you need the power of the Holy Spirit. Because everything is coming against us. The world is coming against us. Family is coming against us. We are coming against ourselves. The devil is coming against us. Are you with me? If you affirm your praise and your dependence on God, nowadays you are super spiritual. But the devil is a liar. Hmm? Ah, glory be to Jesus. Continue to affirm your dependence on God. It doesn't matter what's going on out there. I told somebody last week, we have the cure for the coronavirus. Yes, let's, let me say it again. Yeah, if you're listening, Christians have the cure for the coronavirus. Glory be to God. And I'll show you in a while. Even God recommended fasting as a cure for impending doom. God recommended it. But it has to start with the leadership. Uh, if Congress, if the President, if the Senate come together and declare one day of fasting. My God, hallelujah. All of a sudden, this is what's going to happen. The virus is going to just dissipate. Are you with me? It starts from the leader. From the leaders. That's what I believe in. That's what I believe and I'm sticking to it. Because I saw it in the Bible. I'm going to show you where God recommended a fast. 
to the nation of Israel and tell them, you better fast because you're about to die. Are you with me? Death is on the way. Why fast? And that is why I said this topic is going to take me a little while to discuss because I have to get in the nuts and bolts of it to explain what it does. Mm-hmm. Powerful tool. Overlooked by the church because we refuse to pull that poultry out of our teeth. Are you with me? Yes, we refuse to pull that poultry out. Some of us are here and we have issues. We have issues that we're dealing with. We got issues in our body, issues in our family. But we cannot take that poultry out of our teeth. It's 2021 cents. It's time for war. Cannot put down that candy. You got issues. It's time to go to war. With everything you have. When your body, when your head starts hurting you, it's just your body fighting to get rid of the toxins from that poultry. That's all it is. You'll get all right. You'll be all right. Get some water. Get some warm milk. And in a few days, you'll be all right. In a few days, you'll feel like I feel. Light. And good to go. Woo. Bless the Lord. This is my prayer. I, I got up this morning and I only, I only got about five hours rest and I felt like Superman. I said, God, can you help me go on only liquid? Can you help me go only on liquid for the next, uh, the next 84, we're going, some of us 90 days, two weeks. For the next uh, 60 days, can you help me go on all liquid? Let me go on all liquid, master. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Let me deal with the flesh, that old mindset, that old mindset that's driven by my five senses. Jesus knew that he had to go in the backside of the desert to dull, dull the senses by which the flesh is strengthened. Are you with me? The flesh, the mindset by what you see. I was on the, at the gym yesterday, just in, innocently working out, getting my little exercise in. Praise the Lord. And I saw something on the television and I moved, just continue, and I'm driving to church this morning. And the same thing I saw just popped in my head. And I said, no wonder Jesus went to the desert when he was fasting. And you get what I'm saying? It wasn't anything bad, amen? It was, it was some utensils I saw I wanted to buy for my wife, praise God. But it just came, came to my mind just, just because I saw it. Yes. Brothers and sisters, we are living in a time when we need the manifestation of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. We need to see evidence of the Spirit of God. The world needs it. Amen. They are depending on you and I to bring it forth. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So last week's sermon, as I said, I used the statement, and I'm going to give you the statement now that provoked a lot of curiosity. People called and I said, Pastor, are you sure? What are you talking about? I said last week that there is no one on earth who truly walks in the power of the Holy Spirit who has not embraced fasting as a necessary spiritual discipline. No human being on earth. Yes, there may be a lot of people who are educated and they have degrees and they've written a lot of books, but no signs and no wonders. Are you with me? 
writing books are not signs and wonders it just means that you have spent a lot of study in a particular area and now you're able to regurgitate what you've studied what you've meditated upon because what you focus on expands that's how the brain is that doesn't mean you've done any sign any wonder for that matter jesus christ and god authenticate his preachers by signs and wonders well, let me, let me be quiet. Oh, bless God. Today, if you are to authenticate people by sign and wonders, very few of us preachers would stand. Oh, I, I know, <laughs> including me. But today, all you got to do is get a seminary degree and you're all right. No. Old Testament, the Bible said, God confirmed the words of the apostles with signs following. Wow. That's how God confirmed them. Yeah. That's how God approved them. That's how God authenticated them. Let uh, <laughs> me go back to the old days. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. So nobody, there is no one on earth who's ever walked in the power of the spirit without embracing fasting as a necessary spiritual discipline. They fast because they have concluded from reading the Bible through and through to live on the level of the power of the spirit. Ongoing periods of fasting is necessary. Amen? Necessary. One must pay the price for living on that realm of power. Say that again. We got to pay the price. Amen? We got to do what? Pay the price. For living on that realm of power it's a sacrifice and if i may add it's a sacrifice but it's also an opportunity mm, isn't it an opportunity it's a way out when somebody said to me why does it have to be that hard on the earth every time <laughs> and my answer always is you're a guest here take it as it comes when you get your own earth and you come up with your own rules amen but you you and i we are just passing through so we got to take it as it comes. Follow our mentor, our mentor Jesus. That's what he did. He fasted for real. What we do now is just a, 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 a diet modification. Jesus fasted for real. Glory be to Jesus. I cannot wait for my. I can't wait for the day when my wife will allow me to do no food, no water, for three days. If I do no food, no water, now she thinks I'm going to die. <laughs> But I'm praying that her faith will grow in me. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Esther did it. Esther and the entire Israelites, the entire Jew Jewish nation, they did it. And God turned the genocide into life. And you get what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? Can you imagine if you do that for th do that for three days? You go to you go and you submit uh, uh, um, your require your request for some um, vacation time, and what you do is you go down in a hotel somewhere. Mm -hmm. You take Friday off and Monday off, and you go down get yourself prep time. Friday no food and water. Saturday no food and water. Sunday no food and water. Amen. Being in the air condition will help. Yes, yes. It's not a desert. I guarantee you, the issues that we have, they'll all, these chains and these habits and these problems, and they will all just disappear. I know. Anyhow. Today, though, I'm going to make another statement about fasting that may provoke some more curiosity. Can you bring up the exhibit? We have an exhibit here. Amen. And this is the statement. Somebody look at the list. 
we gave out and the person said to me pastor is it that we are fasting for and we had a list of reasons why we are fasting right you didn't see that nobody saw the list we had a list showing the reasons why we fast and somebody said is it are these the things we are fasting for and then they asked me again are these the things we are fasting for is that the, what the fast is about and it struck me this is what they were this is what they were saying we are not fasting to move the hand of god because god moved almost two thousand years ago how many of you have heard people said they're going to move the hand of god maybe you haven't many of you who didn't grow up i grew up pentecostal so I, i've heard everything you need to hear <laughs> everything you need to hear i've heard it and i heard all the time today we are going to move the hand of god and one day i said that and lord and one day i said that to somebody and the lord said to me what did you say move the hand of god god said to me i moved two thousand years ago 2,000 years ago, God moved and he said, it's finished. It is your turn now. But rather we are fasting to subdue the flesh, not the body. I said the flesh, the unrenewed mind. Amen. That's driven by the five senses. So we are fasting to subdue the flesh, not the body. I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 says, What? Knowing not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? That's what it says, 1 Corinthians 6 19. And it says, it is not your body. It is not yours, it's God's. So we are not talking about the body. That body is going to be glorified. Right here it is. What? Knowing not that your body, not your flesh. Notice the specificity with which the scriptures are communicated. Your body is what? The temple of the Holy Ghost. Which is where? Can you imagine? Every Christian has the Holy Ghost. But they are not walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. God, we give you praise. It's right here. Hence the fast. That's why we are fasting. Are you getting me? That's why we are fasting. And I'm believing after the 90 days, for those of us who are going for 90 days, I believe you'll begin to walk in the power of the Spirit. Stones will be unturned. Amen. Are you with me, saints? Answers you've been looking for, you'll get answers. Breakthroughs that you've been looking for. Amen. People will call you and say, I give up. Needs that you've been anticipating, they will just fall in your lap. Amen. Since it's time to fight. It's time to change things. Right here, right here. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God. Who gave you the Holy Ghost? God gave you the Holy Ghost. And you are not your own. Because we were bought with a price. Verse 20 brings it home. Can you go to verse 20? Verse 20 brings it home. For you were bought with a price. Are you with me? Jesus took your place on the cross. Are you with me? He gave up his life. That's the price. Therefore, glorify God in your and in your spirit. Which are God's. Glorify means to make God large in your spirit. Make God large in your body. Are you getting me? 
the way you carry yourself mm-hmm make god large the way you take the members of your body and you open up your hands and glorify god are you with me saints when you take the posture of praise and worship that's when you begin to glorify god are you getting what i'm saying saints oh glory be to jesus hallelujah isn't that a blessing so let's go back to our statement we are fasting not to move the hand of god but we are fasting to subdue the flesh why why are we sub- why so that the power of the holy ghost Amen. that's in us can be made manifest yes. since it's got it's got to come out yes. if there's going to be change in your life it has to come out Amen. it is in there god said it's in there the pastor i don't feel it i don't feel it it's because you need to pull that poultry out of your mouth <laughs> Are you with me? It's simple. Go on liquids, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It, it helps. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Since, as I said, we have the cure for the coronavirus. And if only the leaders in Leon County, just Leon County, if the leaders in Leon County come together and they said, okay, I heard this little preacher on the south side, on the southeast side, this little preacher talking about we have the cure for the coronavirus and it's fasting for 24 hours. Let, let, let us try it. I guarantee you, if we do it in Leon County, the virus is going to start leaving this county. God is going to intervene. The virus is, you cannot see it. Are you with me? You cannot see angels. The angels are going to come in and take over. Are you with me, saints? And then when that happens, guess what? Jefferson County is going to do the same thing. Madison County is going to do the same thing. Uh, what other what, what county? Taylor County is going to do the same thing. And then the governor is going to hear, what? That's what happened? And so on. And the go- well, let's let the entire state do it then. Are you with me? The entire state do it. And all of a sudden, in Florida, the coronavirus begins to just disappear. Are you with me, saying? People start getting healed, getting up from the hospital, saying, I feel good. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Hospitals start emptying. Are you with me? Yeah. Guess what? It's going to reach the, it's going to reach the president. We got the cure. I'm going to show you in the Bible we have the cure. We just failed to use it. And the reason why most times we don't use it is because it has to, it has to be initiated from the leadership. Yes. Are you with me? And I'm going to show you right here. I'm going to give you an example. Because of time, I'm going to give you an example of God recommended fasting to a nation. And he first started with the leaders. He told the ministers to howl. He said, you ministers, howl. Go to the temple and pray. Howl is to, is to, is to yell like you are mourning. This is what it means. Oh, Jesus. Lord, we need help. Yeah. Let me show you. Let me show you. I got to jump over. Because I realize if I'm to go the pace I'm going now, I will never end the 16 pages I have. So... Let me jump over. Amen. So let me say it again. For those of you who are here, who are looking, if you know somebody in government, government, tell them. It's okay to have a 20, it's okay to have a national day of prayer. Amen. It's okay. No problem at all. It's okay to walk around. 
praying. But what we'll not do is fast. Have, have you suspected that? Every year, National Day of Prayer. What is Billy Graham's, what's his son, what's the son's name? Billy Graham's son. Franklin. I wish I could call Franklin because he's, you know, he's, everybody knows him. And say, it's time to fast and of praying. It's time to call a 24-hour fast. Because I, I think everybody goes on the prayer, right? When he calls a prayer. So everybody will go on the fast when he calls the fast. They won't listen to me, but they listen to him. Let me move on here. There is nothing new under the sun. If God used fasting as a cure in the past, he can use fasting today. The northern tribes of Israel fell into sin like the southern tribes. And once again, there was a breach in the gap. Someone needed to stand in the gap before the land. Because the Babylonians were on their way to destroy Judah. Notice what, go to, can you go to Joel chapter 1 verse 6. Notice how God described the Babylonians who were coming to destroy Judah. To decimate Judah. To annihilate a nation. Joel chapter 1 verse 6. It says, for a nation is come upon my land. He said they are strong. Without number. Whose teeth are like the teeth of lions. And he hath the cheek teeth of a great lion. That's how God described the Babylonians who were coming in. What is the cure? Let's jump over to Joel chapter 1 verse 13. Let us see what is the cure God proposed. Amen. If we live in, the, because we live in the economy of God, we have to seek God's cure. Amen. That's God. God said, guard yourselves and lament. Ye what? Priest. I like the word priest. And notice there is a colon. The Bible says we are something and kings to God. We are what? Yeah, we are kings and priests to God. So it's for everybody. Do you get what I'm saying, saints? Don't count yourself out. After the colon, he goes on and elaborates, but he said, Lament ye priests. We all are priests. Amen. And it says, Howl. Howl. Yeah, yeah. Howl. You whom? You ministers of the what? At the, go at the altar and howl. You are spiritual leader. Lead up front. And that's my pet peeve with spiritual leaders. If you're a spiritual leader, you lead up front, not from behind. You're a leader. And he said, you are the leader. Take the lead and howl. Go at the altar and begin to pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we don't say the nation of Israel. Say we sin. Don't talk about their sin. We sinned. We messed up. Because we are all in this together. When the Babylonians come, they're not saying, well, you sin, you did not sin, go on this side. No, they're taking out everybody. So you go to the temple and say, we have sinned. Mm, and well, rend your heart. Get some sackcloth. That's the cure. God didn't say to marshal, marshal the forces, uh, you know, the garrison no 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 he said 
<laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> he said, go to church and pray. <laughs> you ministers of the altar, come lie all night in what? All night. He said, do an all nighter. We've been trying. I, I, we had 5 a.m. prayers for a little while going on. Amen. I thought I had to stop. I thought folk were going to die. <laughs> the last time we had 5 a.m. prayers, <laughs> 455. I said, okay, that's the last time I'm done. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I'm looking. Praise the Lord. Some people can can cannot even come. Ministers. And he said, all night. Now, if you're gonna come at 5 a.m., how can you do all night? It is right here. Lie all night in sackcloth. Since you got to pay the price. But after that, you're going to soar spiritually. And that's the way it is if you're a guest here. That's the way it is on earth. You've got to pay the price. And not look for, I hate the quick, I, I don't want the shortcut. Because, because it is, you hear me very carefully. It is not the end of the process, but who you become in the process. That matters. Are you with me? People are trying to circumvent the process. That is why, uh, I don't want to use the word I'm in church. One day we'll use it as a conference. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. That is why you have people who are not well baked. Because they've never gone through. You got to submit to the process. Submit to the process. Don't look for a shortcut. Right here. All night in sackcloth, you ministers of God. For the meat offering and the drink offering is withholding from the house of God. What the meat offering and the drink offering is withholding. God is saying, when they come, when the Babylonians come, there'll be no animals, no wheat, because they're taking everything. Your livelihood is at stake. And God said, what you need to do is what? Go on a fast. Can you go to verse 14 quickly? And I'll be done. Give me five minutes, I'll be done. What? what, what? Here is God's recommendation. God recommended a fast. Oh my God. It's right here. Am I, am I correct? Is the Bible correct or the Bible correct? He said, sanctify you a fast. And I'm asking those of us who are here, the problems we are having, this fast has been sanctified. Get on the fast. So you can leave. Let me share this with you. Let me, let me share this with you. True story. One Wednesday night we were here. I think it was last year. The power of God was moving in an unprecedented way. And somebody went to somebody and said, look, you need to go to the altar. Because this period of time is unprecedented. You have certain issues. You need healing in your body. For Go to the altar. And the person refused. A week after that, sickness broke out on that person. And I'm not saying that to frighten you. I'm just telling you, this fast 
has been sanctified. The revelation knowledge I'm getting from this fast, I've never gotten it before. Never. This fast has been sanctified by God. Are you with me? Sanctify your fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders. It starts with the leadership. It starts with whom? The leadership. <laughs> Call the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house where? Into the house of the Lord. That's where the magic takes place. The devil is afraid. I, I have nothing against those who are still, stay, stay home and be precautious. I, 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 I have nothing against that. But brother, I love being in the house of the Lord. <laughs> I love being in the house of the Lord. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Praise the Lord. David said, <laughs> one thing have I desire. That will I seek after. Oh, anyhow, let me move on. Woo, glory. Anybody here love the Lord? Yes. yes. I love being in the house of the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. I remember, I remember when I started, when I started getting into my studies, into studying the Bible in 2001, 2002, 2003, and I began understanding a lot of stuff. The temptation came to me, Elder Brenda. Oh, you're beginning to understand that. We don't need to go to church. Yes, that's what the thought came to me. And, 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 and you know, you know I, I started feeling good about it, about myself. And I entertained the thought, reading through Hebrews, came across forsaken at the gathering. And what I found out is, with all what I know, when I sat and listened to the preacher, one word he says unlocked everything I studied. If I was not there in church, nothing would be unlocked. Because we are about, we must be together. A body stay together. So it's not about you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Since nobody will ever know too much to the point where they don't need to learn. And, <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. I, I get what I'm saying. I get what I'm saying. That is why whenever I'm not, uh, I'm not preaching, I come to support the ministers. Amen. Uh, whoever the elders or the ministers, because I am in, I'm always in learning mode. I want to hear something I've never heard before. It's not that person. It's the God behind them. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of you may not believe that. <laughs> Ooh, so. So it says here, the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God and what? Cry unto the Lord. That is what God requires us to do. And let me say it, I'm saying it without any reservation. We have the cure for the coronavirus. The nation, the United States needs to come together and do a 24 to 48 hour fasting and God will break that stronghold, are you with me? Break that fear. Break every strength it tried to manifest into. Are you with me, saints? But in the meantime, glory be to God. Let's do it and let's let's do it and do it well. Let's keep it broken of our lives. Are you with me? Somebody's going to ask one day, what's going on with you? Why do you look so confident in these last days? Tell him it's because I walk under the banner of God. I walk in the favor of God.
Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.